What's up, y'all? Let's get into it. <laughs> What's going on, Bryce? Not much. How are you doing, man? I'm doing better now that we figured out this fucking Skype thing. <laughs> yeah, got that figured out. We just uh, didn't do the intro. Dude, we went 10 minutes and none of it was recorded on your end. Like, the, the audio wasn't working. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, well. I guess it happens after. It's been a little while. Yeah, I, t- I told you we were going to be rusty. It's been a couple of months, but hey, life happens. So, we're at the midseason of the NBA. What team has surprised you the most? The Knicks. <laughs> Being fifth in the East. <laughs> I don't Why know if there's another the answer. Because <laughs> there's not another answer to that question. Dude, we could spend a whole hour just 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 ragging on Knicks fans. Like, why did you start with the Knicks? You could have said Utah. They're leading the NBA. <laughs> That's fine. They showed signs of talent. I'm surprised they're leading the NBA. But the Knicks were like, you know, bottom of the barrel almost last year, and now they're number five in the East. Which um, isn't saying a. Whole, I mean, number five in the East is pretty close to the 500 ball. So right, it's right. not like they're amazing, or uh, maybe in the Western Conference they'd be farther down. But the fact that they're at that point and they're looking at least somewhat consistent and stuff—it's just they have to be the answer to that question. There's not another. There's not another team surprise that's as big as the Knicks. Come on. Are are, are you trying to turn all of New York against me? Because I've had that heat in the past. Are you are you trying? That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> no, you ain't worried about that. I have a love-hate relationship with New Yorkers. <laughs> and those fans have been obnoxious the last two weeks. Have you seen like all the crazy memes and stuff? Like They've been so obnoxious the last two weeks. You know, even Riley agrees. He's over here right now. But they've been so obnoxious. But kudos to the Knicks. Kudos to Tom Dibodeau coming there and changing the, the culture there. Um, Randall, what Randall is doing now, Randall has actually done most of the last two to three seasons, it just wasn't uh, broadcast because the Knicks were trash. So he Thibodeau mm-hmm. has them buying into his defensive principles, um, his hard work, grinding principles, and that's the change. And, and I like it. I've watched a few Knicks games so far this season, and I like it. I'm enjoying it. Um, I They're not going to make a deep playoff run, but for them to be where they're at yeah. now, Considering the last twenty some odd years, um, those fans are thirsty, and I look at the memes and I, I kind of smile to myself. But then my wife reminds me; she's like, "Well, they haven't had anything going on in the last twenty years. So let them have their moments." I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. I'll let them have it." Dude, I saw one the other day. I forgot to send it to you. Their record right now: the memes said the last time their records matched this was in 1999, with the last time they went to the finals, and I about choked on my mm. drink. <laughs> Like even as like, even as a Magic fan, I'm like, oh, that sounds, that sounds rough. It sounds like a long time. Yes, yeah, long time, bro. Well, and this time the Knicks, as in looking at it from like an outside perspective, I feel like they legitimately have something more to build on and be excited about than like the odd situation that was Lynn Sanity or. Um, the short stint where uh, Stoudemire and Carmelo were there together, because that that always seemed a little odd, or like one of them was hurt. This seems yeah. like you have a new set of 
was it management there, like coaches and stuff, like Thibodeau, like you said, he's bringing in his culture and, and the way he teaches a team how to play. He has guys there who can implement that that are still young enough to, I guess, be really impressioned by him, like Julius Randle. Um, uh, I can't remember exactly. Oh, Austin Rivers is there, who's been, you know, having a good season. Uh, Clarkson's there, right? Jordan Clarkson. No, no, Clarkson's coming off the bench in Utah. Now Austin Utah, was doing okay. I looked at that. Austin was doing okay, but he hasn't played a lot lately because once they got uh, Derrick Rose there, that kind of cut Austin Rivers out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But also, Alfred El- Payton has been actually playing pretty well for you guys. I'm mean, well, Lord for you guys. Years ago, right? <laughs> been playing very well mm-hmm. for the Knicks. So they they have pieces. And the hardest part is, as far as coaching is getting those pieces to buy in and work together. You know, we, we just saw something happen in Atlanta, but we'll touch on it a little later. But that's the hardest thing for a coach to do, and Thibodeau's done that. And so, yeah, kudos, kudos to the Knicks, man. I, I'm happy to see it. I, I like the energy that the fans are having right now. Uh, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, could they get out of the first round? I doubt it. But if they keep going the way they're going so far, they'll definitely be in the playoffs at the end. Uh, I'm happy to see the turnaround from the team right now. I mean, as the Magic fan, the Magic's at the bottom of the barrel, so I'm just paying attention to the league in general. So it's it's interesting. Um, Peyton can be used uh, the right way in limited minutes. He it's not like he's just trash, and I like his style. He's just he's not super influential all the time, or doesn't know how to impose his will all the time. I don't think so. It's uh, I'm glad that he has found uh, a team that will at least embrace him and let him do something for a little bit. But uh, I'm, I'm happy for the Knicks, like this, see what they can do this year and uh, see what Randall can do under Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be huge. Um, like I said, I, I think Utah, Utah is a good team. We know that, and we know I picked Utah <laughs> to go a little further last year than they actually did. So because I kind of saw something there. But for them to be leading the NBA right now is pretty good. Now, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, they don't feel as respected. We'll get into that a little later. But they're, they're firing on all cylinders, um, even though they lost to the Miami recently. But they're, they're firing on all on all cylinders. <clears> here, so. The reason I, I got Clarkson mixed up with those two teams is because those are the two teams I was looking up before mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I um, – that's why I said Clarkson. But, yeah, I was looking at Utah, and um, I actually have Gobert in fantasy. So, like, I know the kind of, like, stat monster he can be. And <clears throat> I can kind of see where he's coming from, almost with the disrespect thing. But I don't always feel it's intentional. It's just, like, Utah is that team where it's, like, it's just out there kind of in an odd spot. You know? You sound like LeBron. They're not really known for a lot of things. It's easy to forget about them until, say, playoff time. Even nice. if you are – leading the league, it's easy to not think about it. You sound like LeBron. We'll touch on that a little later. <laughs> if I thought I was going to repeat a championship, I don't know if I'd be worried about it either. Well, yeah. Uh, look, he has to play a little harder this year until AD gets back. So, <laughs> All right. So a little next. bit harder to get some third in the West. He ain't yeah. worried about nothing. Next, next up. <laughs> At this point in the season, there's absolutely no question on who the rookie of the year is going to be, barring injury. Are you surprised with the early success of my little cousin, LaMelo Ball? 
No, because, I mean, lots of times the hype train of, like, NBA fans can be misguided. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, <clears throat> it at least got – it gets people looking. So everybody's been looking at Ball since he's been, I don't know, like in 13, high school. Like 13, 14 years old. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. before that. So <clears throat> he is what was advertised. One of the few times that's actually happened. So um, I'm happy for him. Uh, he's still going to have to figure out some things. But first impressions is like as best as you can hope for. I mean, kid looks incredible, could keep growing. He's in an environment where he can probably take the right steps and grow naturally. You know, there's people in that management. I mean, we know who the owner is. Well, who, who better to learn from if you're expecting to be maybe a generational type star? So, um, I mean, I'm happy for him. It's not necessarily a surprise, but it's it's good to see that he can live up to what he's he's been hyping up for a long time. Um, what's like? Who would you make as like a bold comparison, ceiling wise, to what he could be? I've always said Steph Curry, uh, due to his court vision and finishing skills. Um, the, only, the there's one big glaring difference, and of course that's the three point shooting. He's never going to be the shooter that Steph Curry is, but all the intangibles that Steph Curry brings, LaMelo has that in a bigger package because he's six inches, almost six inches taller than Curry, which is crazy. The kid is special. And, and what caught me off guard this week, first, let me say this. He's the first kid at his age outside of LeBron and Luka Doncic to average 26 and six as, as a start. Okay? And I think his scoring is going to creep up as the season goes on. Secondly, since Michael Jordan has been an owner, he rarely speaks on his own players. Rarely. I don't even recall him ever doing it. But he said this kid has already uh, surpassed their expectations for his rookie year. That's a huge vote of confidence for LaMelo to hear the GOAT say something like that when a GOAT really doesn't talk about his own team that way. So he has that going for him. And and the (laughs) third thing that he has going for him that a lot of people don't talk about is that He's producing, but he still has Gordon Hayward to lean on. So he doesn't have all the pressure on him uh, to win games because you still have a proven vet at your side that can kind of help you transition from the role of a superstar to maybe an all-star. So I think Gordon Hayward's impact, because Gordon Hayward is having a sneaky good season, I think his impact on LaMelo Ball is going to help him grow as well. Yeah, for sure. So kudos to Charlotte. I know Charlotte's in the playoff race. I, I figured they would be. So I'm, I'm happy for all parties uh, involved here. So tonight we have a condensed all-star weekend. We're going to have the all-star game surrounded by the three-point shooting contest, <clears throat> the skills challenge, and then also, of course, the dunk contest. Let me put this up on the screen. Boom. Hurry up. Get on the screen not getting on screen there it is okay so for the skills challenge we have robert covington julius randall luka Doncic, demontis sabonis chris paul and your boy nikola vucevic who you think's gonna pull that off sometimes it's a big man you know bam took it home last year for the miami heat so who you think you think it's gonna be vooch 
Gotta go with the hometown favorite Vooch. <laughs> Gotta go with and, Vooch. And honestly, <laughs> and honestly, like he deserves respect put on his name. He gets disrespected by his some of his own team, some of his own team's fans. fans I'm yeah. not one of them. I've always loved Vooch. You know that. So right, right. I, I'm gonna go with him as my dark horse favorite. Um, yeah, I'm happy he's there. I'm I'm glad he's on uh, one of the teams too. So good for Vooch. Um, and then my other pick is gonna be Luca. Yeah, I mean Luca Luca's actually shaped up like a big man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna what go with. I'm gonna go with Sabonis actually. So because he he can shoot because you know you gotta you gotta hit the free throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can shoot, and he can actually pass the ball very well, which which is in his blood. So I'm going to go with Sabonis on this. So next hey, up, dude. yeah, next <laughs> up we have the three-point shootout. And there's some very interesting names on here. I was looking at this this morning. I'm like, who am I going to pick? So we're going to start with mm-hmm. both of our boys, or a boy, Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Stephen Curry, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, who's growing on me, and then Jason Tatum. I didn't think Devin Booker was in it anymore. I thought Mike Conley was. Or is that the All-Star game, too? That's the All-Star game. So, forgive me. Yeah, you, you just remind, reminded me. So, they may have a backup replacement for Booker. I haven't seen it yet. So, Jalen Brown, Stephen Curry, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Who you got? You, you pick first this time. I mean, you can't pick against Steph, man. You just can't pick against Steph in this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. That's my pick. All right. Everyone else, everyone else is a streaky, streaky three-point shoot, <laughs> you know, outside of Booker. But you, you can't pick against uh, Steph. This, Booker would have gave him a little run for the money, though, just a little bit. Yeah. I was looking at the list. I'm like, oh, I got Booker. Oh, wait, he's probably not in it. Ooh, Donovan <laughs> Mitchell, maybe. And then I saw Steph Curry, and I was like, why'd they invite Curry to a contest? <laughs> yes, Steph Curry. Let him yeah. shoot with his left to make it fair, maybe. Look, I'm going to channel Charles Barkley a little bit for this last one. So, the slam dunk contest, okay? <laughs> we, we have Anthony Simmons. He plays for Portland. And he has a magic connection <laughs> being named after Penny Hardaway. Obi Toppin, the hot rookie in New York right now who's getting more minutes, okay? He. He, he was born a Knicks fan, and now he plays for the Knicks. So that's a good story. And I'm sorry. Here's my inner Charles Barkley. Cassius Stanley, who he played for, I don't remember. But he's in the slam dunk contest. <laughs> who you got? <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's go with Obi, just because, I guess. The New and York Magic? New York Magic? Yeah. I guess. I, I, I don't know. I will say I've seen Anthony play a little bit. Um, his body type is similar to Levine, so he should be able to fly a little bit. Um, I haven't seen him do anything explosive in those games, of course, because he doesn't get a lot of minutes. Um, Obi is a little heavier than Anthony. Yeah. He, he's not, you know, big, but he's a, he, he's he's wide. But he's a little heavier than than Anthony. So I think from a creative standpoint, it'd be easier for Anthony. Sorry, I can't speak on. Cassius, love the name, of course. Can't speak on him. Who he played for, y'all help me out. Drop it in the comments. <laughs> My bad. But um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go with Anthony. But 
I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if Obi Wan j- just for the New York connection because they they need it. God, they need it. So um, since Aaron Gordon got robbed twice, I don't know who's ever gonna win dunk contest because it doesn't make sense anymore. <sighs> Do I need to draw draw nine and hold it up for you? All I know is that he got robbed <laughs> twice, and the first time. <laughs> I don't. I can't even talk about. It. I can't even talk about. It. It, it not only did the first time Ag get in a dunk contest made me love it again. It also mm-hmm. after the second time he got robbed, I said I'm done with this altogether. Done with it. Can't watch it no more. It kills me. <laughs> it, it kills you. Wayne um, Wade robbed him. The 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 first time, per the rules, he lost fair and square. Per the rules, they should no. They should have at least been co. The second the, the time, very least, they should have been co. The second time, you know, Wade thought it was a nine, so I mean, you can't. And I, I think it was another nine in there too. I think so. You know, um, you can't, you can't, can't. I can't go against the goal of the Miami Heat. I, I can't. Um, now I, I will say this. I will. I will. Don't be disrespectful. I will. I will say this. Um, I don't know if you've heard some of the things that the Heat did leading up to the All-Star break, but I will say I've never seen it before as Riley's like jousting with me over here. I, I, I don't think I've seen it before as far as uh, Jimmy Butler declined the All-Star game invitation because Bam wasn't selected uh, to the team. I, have you ever heard of that before? Um, well, no, but I'm sh- I don't know if it's never happened. But well, I've never really just openly heard about it, no. Right. So I thought that was pretty admirable on Jimmy Butler's behalf um, because he was going to be an injury replacement. And so Bam actually did the same thing in the skills competition because usually they have the uh, the previous winners, you know, back. So Bam declined the invitation to the skills challenge, which he won last year due to the fact that Duncan Robinson wasn't invited to the three-point contest. So I'm like... Okay, the Miami Heat got a little thing going on here. Um, so I, I've never seen that before. So kudos to my team. You know, they are a Class A organization in the NBA. You know, the three-time world champion. So kudos to my team for doing that. Kudos to you for finding a way to brag about the Heat when they're behind the Knicks. <laughs> they don't want us in the playoffs, though. <laughs> and Yeah. Y'all got some stuff to figure out. I don't want to hear about it. Y'all going to get Brooklyn in the first round and get demolished. Look, we were the, uh, I think we were the fifth or sixth seed and got to the finals. So that's going to give New York Knicks hope. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, let's talk about these all-star teams. Okay. (laughs) Who do you want to go with first? Team LeBron or Team Durant? No matter to me, man. LeBron, since he's got more rings. All right, so let's. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know why I need to say that. All right, so that Durant. I don't know. Right. No Kevin Durant rants today, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. Look, you hate Durant. I hate LeBron. <laughs> you found a way to praise the Heat. I found a way to trash Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'm gonna always praise the Heat. Come on. All right, here we go. So Team LeBron, we have Giannis, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic. Uh, Jokic. Lord, did I make a mistake? Okay. Then we have... Why did they do this? Damian Lillard, 
Ben Simmons, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, Paul George, DeMontis Sabonis, and Rudy Gobert. So that's going to be Team LeBron. Any, any Anyone stands out there for you? Um, everyone in the starting five. <laughs> I, 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 I'm surprised that he picks uh, Giannis, but I know why he picks Giannis, because we know how LeBron is. So good starting five, though, right? He's got a team of giants. I mean, he's a giant himself. Giannis, Rudy Gobert, Jokic. Oh, yeah. Even Paul George is huge. So, I mean, he's tall. So, yeah, he, he got some bigs on that team. So, now let's go to Team Durant. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do think it's interesting that LeBron didn't pick Kyrie Irving. I think there's still some, some heat there. All right. So, Team Durant, first pick, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Joel Embiid, who we'll talk about a little later. Kawhi Leonard, Bradley Beal, kudos to him. He 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 is balling out of his mind and leading the league in scoring right now. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, James Harden, Devin Booker, who has been replaced by Mike Conley, kudos to him, Conley. Zion Williamson, Zach Levine, Julius Randle for all my Knicks fans, <laughs> Nikola Vucevic for all my Magic fans. And then pick the last, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> so, wait, how you feel? How you feel about Durant's team? It sound they sound really good, but like like the team B to team A. Oh boy, oh boy! Now see, because of that, Kevin Durant's team is going to win. Kevin Durant's going to go out there and drop fifty in the All Star game and win the game with <clears> his team. No, he'll oh. probably he'll probably like sit out half the game or something. Wait, uh, he's not playing. I don't think no, he's not playing. Oh. Yeah, he's yeah. not playing. I just remember that. that yeah, he, he's not playing. That sounds more like what James Harden is gonna go out there and drop. If Durant's <laughs> team wins, Bushavig's gonna win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we doing today. That's my that's my prediction for the All-Star game. That's your Dark Horse prediction? Fusha Biggs is going to uh, win everything this year. Let's see. They're going to be in Atlanta. We'll touch on that a little later, too. I think, actually, Bradley Beal is going to get a lot of run today, um, tonight. I, 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 Beal is yeah. on fire. Um, you know, I've watched a few Wizards games, of course, because Russell Westbrook is there. Beal is on absolute fire. <laughs> if Team LeBron wins... Mm, I think LeBron's going to get it because we know how LeBron is. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what What do you think the scores are going to be close to? I have no, I have no idea. I'm not going to predict scores because what's going to happen is I'm going to go to sleep in the third quarter anyway. So I'm not going to predict any scores. <laughs> Dude, I'm waking up at 5.30 every morning. So <laughs> no, I'm going to be sleeping yeah. by the third quarter. All right. So. But I do think I do think Team LeBron is going to pull it off because that's that's a pretty stacked, stacked team. So I, I think think Team LeBron is going to pull it off. It'll be just like usual, high scoring, no oh, defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Oh yeah, they're they're doing the uh, the thing where they honor Kobe Bryant as well again this year. So hopefully, hopefully they just keep that in every uh, every All Star game Good. going forward. Yeah. Um, How would you feel about them changing the logo? Oh, Lord. 
<laughs> okay, okay. We're not talking about it. If a headphone falls out, he he panicked and his ear opened up and a headphone <laughs> fell out. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Can you hear me? Okay. Mm, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know what's been going on with this with these headphones. I told you I'm rusty, man. My head's big and I got little ears, so maybe that's the reason why. All right. So, what do I think about the logo being changed? I don't support the logo being changed to Kobe. I do support the logo being changed. It has to be Michael. So, I've always I've always said if they were to change the logo, it has to go to Michael. Okay. So, next up, mid-season. Of course, we're fans of the Miami Heat and the Orlando Magic, respectively. Are you surprised with where your team is currently, which is second to the last in the Eastern Conference? No, not with all the injuries we've had. This not surprised me. Okay. Got That's it. it. I mean, you can go look at the roster, see the injuries we've had the year, and... Um, it's it was tremendous, so that's it. Let me ask you this question: Do you think that the medical staff has to be looked at because yearly now, um, you guys have been injured a lot? So do you, do you think that's something that has to be looked at? Maybe, yeah. I mean, it never hurts. I mean, when you're continuously having issues, it never hurts. But so uh, I guess that. The types of injuries we've had with some of the players that have had them don't necessarily surprise me. With Isaac's continuous problems, I mean, kind of like his build and his play style, I mean, we've seen big guys never really get going in this league because, you know, one reason or another. Right. That doesn't surprise me. Fultz's style of play doesn't necessarily surprise me. We've seen slashing point guards get taken out year after year in this league, even when they're not. I mean, look at the injuries Stephen Curry had when he started. When his I ankles hit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. And then after, he's had nothing but success. So, it. I mean, yes and no. Okay. Um, some of it has to be on the team, but I'm, there's no way it's all in it. Oh, yeah, of course. So, so my Miami Heat are currently sixth in the East. Um, I haven't panicked because, as I mentioned earlier, we were fifth or sixth last year due to tie breaks. Um, when we made our finals run. We would have won the finals if we wouldn't have got injured in the finals, but that's not for today. Um, yeah. As of, as of this as of this episode of the podcast, are are the Heat ready to win a championship? No. They're not ready yet because they haven't. This group hasn't played together long enough. I mean, we lost Butler for three and a half weeks earlier in the season uh, due to COVID protocols. Avery Bradley's been out. Tyler Hero's been out. Bam's missed a couple of games. Um, Goran has been in and out. He, he's collectively missed the all month, you know. So they're not ready yet. They're not cohesive yet. If they can stay healthy for the remainder of the season – they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs. I'm not sure where they're going to fall. Right now, we're we're one full game out of the number four position. So we're right there, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. along with the Knicks. <laughs> we're right there. The Knicks are half a game ahead of us. A week ago, we were out of the playoffs. Like, we were closer to the Magic than we were to where we are now. But mm-hmm. once, Butler, once Butler came back, we actually won, like, 
10 or 14 games. So that vaulted us back up. Um, so as of this episode, can they win a championship? No. A month from now, if they can gel, we're going to we're gonna give some teams some problems. Of course, that big monster of Brooklyn is out there. I haven't seen anything from Miami that would tell me that they can beat Brooklyn, you know, four times in a week. Anyone else in the East we can beat. I'm not, I don't fear anyone else in the East except for Brooklyn. So we'll have to see how, how the playoffs fall. <clears throat> you think it's a safe bet to say this year it's probably going to be Philly, Brooklyn, or um, Milwaukee? I mean, Philly looks, looks pretty good. The state of Wisconsin is about to turn on me because I've been Giannis's biggest fan for years. I don't think Milwaukee has a chance in hell. They're going to be a good regular season team, and then they're going to catch another L in the playoffs. I don't know by who. It may be Philly. It may be God knows if they see Miami, they're going to lose. Um, I think Philly or Brooklyn are going to be, you know, those two teams are going to be in the conference finals. We'll see, you know, how the, how the positions fall out, but those teams are going to be in the conference finals. The West is still wide open because we don't know the status of Anthony Davis. He has an Achilles strain. You have to be very, 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 very careful with that. Very careful with that. So he's going to be out for another couple, two to three weeks. Um, so LeBron is doing his <clears throat> Le- LeBron things <laughs> right now to keep the Lakers afloat. But Utah's out there. Utah's dangerous. You know, Denver, they're rising up a little bit. They're still dangerous. So there's a couple of teams that the Lakers don't want to run up against. Because uh, the Lakers have caught some L's where people are looking like, oh, shit, they beat the Lakers. And Portland just beat them recently. So it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, but with the with Anthony Davis not being out, it's not like this is LeBron from 10 years ago. He has the energy or the probably the want to go out there by himself all the time. I'm not like saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's the Lakers aren't going to be as, I mean, they're sitting third in the West and I know that can change, but even with everything they've, they've had go on with Anthony Davis, they're still third in the, in the West and they're, they they're looking at the playoffs anyways. If they get, yeah, they're, they're they, get the playoffs, yeah. they get beat by a team with talent like Portland. That's that to me is expected that, Teams like Portland, Utah, they should they should be capitalizing on those games against LA to see what they can do. But what surprised me the most until recently has been Dallas. I know they've been winning games lately, but I mean they're at the bottom of the playoff race. And last year they looked like one of the more dominant teams. Yeah, they, they they've had some um, some injuries and COVID related uh, mm-hmm. p- with players being out. They they know they need to make a move. The move that they're talking about, I don't agree with, which is that they've thrown Porzingis' name out there. And I'm like, no, you got to keep him, you know, trade someone, trade Tim Hardaway Jr., you know. Um, so I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but they're looking to make some moves. Um, but right now, Dallas is eighth. Uh, another surprise out west is Phoenix being number two. Kudos, kudos to Phoenix. Kudos to Chris Paul. Devin Booker has kind of stepped it up a little bit before his injuries because he started <laughs> off the season a little inconsistent. We know he's been distracted. Yeah. We know why. Not going to get into that. But 
it looks like he's kind of settled into that role now and playing off of Chris Paul, um, who's doing Chris Paul things and doing them greatly. So <laughs> he's a calming presence for that young team. So kudos to Phoenix, kudos to Monty Williams, because they were down for a long time. So I'm, I'm happy to see it. You know, they barely missed the playoffs last year in the bubble. Remember how that shit yeah. now. Um, so kudos to them. Because like you, could, been in it. you could see then that, like, okay, this team's going to do something next year. I didn't think they were going to do number number two in the West, but you could kind of see Phoenix had it had it going. And uh, Golden State's right there, too. They, they kind of caught fire lately. So they're half a game behind. Yeah, they're half a game behind Dallas right now. That's very surprising, but. Uh, we met, You mentioned the other day how great Draymond Green has been playing. So, your thoughts on Draymond? Uh, when he is just, well, he's not always just keeping his mouth shut. We definitely know he's opinionated more so than uh, some players. But uh, when when he's just playing and he's not doing, I don't know, slightly dirty things on the court or, I don't know, just being wild. Um, I, I enjoy what he brings to that team in terms. It, it, they're just a unique situation. I feel like they're. He's not like a huge guy or anything. He's just a hustle guy, and yeah, yeah. It, it's fun to watch that sometimes. Um, Golden State. I mean, if Clay, whenever Clay comes back, they're gonna be dangerous. Just those guys. I mean, they're gonna. It's gonna remind people. Yeah. Um, before I forget, though, I wanted to ask you earlier, this is unrelated, uh, how much, how many years does Bradley Bill have left on his contract with Washington? Do I believe, you know? I believe it is one. I would have to look it up because I don't remember off the top of my head, but I believe it is one, uh, <clears throat> which is why they were going back and forth on, um, is he going to be traded? Is he going to stay? Yada, yada, yada. He said he wants to stay. He said that before the season started, that he wants to stay. Um, we know the the issues that him and John Wall had on the court, so they, they eventually moved John Wall. And Bill has been playing spectacularly <laughs> this year. Like he, he is playing out of his mind. And they're, they're close. They're not they're, – I thought they would be in – Right at this time, I thought they would be one of the top eight teams. They're not there yet, but they're very close now. They, they're starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, so we'll we'll see how it shakes how it shakes down at the end because the teams are so tight in the Eastern Conference. Like there's like two games, two or three games separating the fourth from the twelfth spot. So the East is so tight right now. But I just I, hate that. I, I feel like if Washington didn't finish well this year, like it. If I was Bill, I would just see it as maybe it's time to move on or getting close to moving on because it's not just uh, did we have problems, me and Wall. It's do I have faith in the management here anymore? Mm. You know, it's you, you clearly have tons of talent. How much longer it's like, are you going to be like Dame and stay in Portland or Giannis and stay in Milwaukee? How much longer – are these teams going to get the chance to keep these top caliber players when it almost feels like they don't have a real shot at a deep playoff run or a championship? It's like you, you can get your money, I feel like, almost anywhere if you're that caliber. 
<clears throat> I'm checking Bill's contract now. He actually has two years left on that deal. Now, here's mm-hmm. the deal. This year, he's getting paid $28 million. Next year, $34 million. And in the following year, which is probably going to be a player option, $37 million. That's a lot okay. <laughs> of yeah. money. Now, so if he forces his way out, because there's a rumor that, okay, not to go off too far off on a tangent and not to make this New York Knicks heavy, but there's a rumor now that the Knicks are in prime position again to land a superstar, but it has to be via trade. So there, a report came out earlier this week that there is a player who's interested in forcing his way to New York, but no one knows who that player is. So people have looked at Bill, they've looked at Lillard, they've looked at Booker and like, okay, which one of these guys are going to be the one to do it? I don't think it's going to be Booker because Phoenix, are not, they're number two in the West. So Booker's out of the question. So. Right. Dame, Dame, like we, we know, we know the struggles with Dame in Portland. We know it, it, it has to happen. I don't know if he's ever going to do it. Bill is probably the likely suspect, but we just don't know yet. Is he from there by any chance? No, or is he from, no, Bill, no he's from St. Louis. He's from the Midwest. Okay. But, but New York's only a three hour drive, three, three or four hour drive from Washington. So he'll still be kind of in the same, same area. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, but, you know, I, I don't, I don't think you give up on him and Westbrook just yet because they are trending forward, but the East is getting so much better. I don't, as far as one through 15, no, the Wizards don't have enough right now, even if they were to make the playoffs to make a deep run. So what are your final, some of your final thoughts? Not much. I hope everybody enjoys the all-star weekend for what it is. You know, nothing too serious. I hope no nobody gets hurt, no players get hurt. Yeah. Um, so um, I just hope, you know, there's a little controversy going into the weekend. I just hope we enjoy it, move on, and uh, see what the rest of the season holds. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope the players keep themselves safe and everyone else keeps themselves uh, safe. The NBA sent out 200 cease and desist letters to various promotions um, over the weekend for people using NBA logo and NBA themes to promote parties in Atlanta where the All-Star Weekend is. I've heard due to a uh, small number of hotel rooms being available that the uh, the girls are being bussed in on U-Hauls. I've actually seen pictures of that, so I just hope everyone stays safe. <laughs> Dude, they got the girls in you halls. They got to strap those things down, make sure they don't fall all over each other. Man, it's going to be so much COVID (laughs) in Atlanta this week. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for this episode. (laughs) We hope to see you again next week. We are out.